Welcome to the Prostate Cancer Genetics Podcast. This podcast explores important questions about genetic testing for prostate cancer with the people that understand it best. The Prostate Cancer Genetics Podcast is hosted by Dr. Stacy Loeb and Dr. Veda Giri, experts in urology, oncology, and prostate cancer genetics. My name is Dr. Stacy Loeb. I'm a urologist at NYU Langone Cancer Center. And I'm really excited about today's podcast talking about precision medicine. I really think this is the next wave where people are treated more based on the individual features of their cancer and their genetics, as opposed to everyone getting the same treatment, no matter what. So what, what a cool topic. And I'd like to welcome on my co-host, Dr. Veda Giri. Hi, Veda. Hi, my name is Veda Giri. I'm a medical oncologist and chief of clinical cancer genetics at Yale School of Medicine and Yale Cancer Center. And you're right. This is a really exciting field called precision medicine that has emerged for the treatment of patients with cancers. And this is really impacting how we treat men with prostate cancer as well. On today's segment, we have one of the leading experts in the United States, talking with us about what is precision medicine. We have Dr. Alicia Morgans, who is a genitourinary medical oncologist from Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston here to speak to us today about precision medicine. So Dr. Morgans, welcome. Can you please tell us what exactly is precision medicine and how are genetics currently affecting the treatment of prostate cancer? Precision medicine is a really exciting development that has been a focus in cancer care in general for for many years now, where we're trying to develop treatments that really specifically target or focus on mutations in the genetics or the DNA material in cancer cells or the genetics or DNA material in a person himself or herself. And in prostate cancer in the last few years, we've had several developments where we can now see that these genetic mutations in cancer cells or in the patient himself can be targeted with specific drugs to help control the disease with few side effects against the person because they're so targeted at injuring the cancer rather than causing side effects in the human. Thank you very much, Dr. Morgans. And I think you excellently give us some basic understanding about this field of precision medicine and targeted therapies, which are specifically targeting changes in our genes or in our DNA, whether that's in the cancer cells themselves or potentially in our genes that we have inherited. This is a really exciting advancement that has happened for patients that have metastatic prostate cancer, which means patients that have prostate cancer that has spread beyond the prostate. And specifically, an example of this exciting advancement has been the approval by the US FDA of a class of drugs that are called PARP inhibitors. Uh, These particular drugs or treatments actually target prostate cancer uh, cells that have mutations or genetic changes in a host of genes. As a group, they're called DNA repair genes. For example, some of you may have heard of two of these genes called BRCA1 and BRCA2. And these specific genes have been associated with several cancer types, including prostate cancer, but also breast cancer and ovarian cancer for women and pancreatic cancer. What's really exciting is that if a man carries a genetic mutation in BRCA2, for example, uh, he may now be eligible for treatment of metastatic prostate cancer with one of these PARP inhibitors that are now FDA approved. This opens the door for these types of options, which is so exciting for men 
particularly if other treatments have stopped working for metastatic prostate cancer. So it's a really exciting time and a great advancement for these types of therapies. Yeah, you know, that's such a good point, Dr. Geary. I think it's really exciting that this is opening up entirely new treatment options in prostate cancer because this drug type that you mentioned, the PARP inhibitor drugs, is historically never something that was used as part of standard treatment for prostate cancer, but it actually can be quite an effective type of drugs for patients who have these specific mutations. And so I think it's really exciting that genetics is opening up new treatments to people that are more specific to what is underlying the cancer in their case. You know, it's funny because I saw this interesting comic that was discussing the pharmacy of the future. And instead of walking in with the prescription, you walk in with your genetic results and then they hand you a drug. And I think, you know, that's, there's probably some accuracy to that because now more and more we're seeing even people with different types of cancer, different cancers in different parts of the body, if they have a certain genetic pathway, they may benefit from the same drug. Uh, so we're seeing a lot more drugs being used across different cancer types, just based on the genetic results. So very, very cool stuff. Absolutely. And I think exactly as you both point out, Dr. Morgans and Dr. Loeb, is that this is such an important area of investigation because while we have some of these treatments now FDA approved for men with metastatic prostate cancer, we know that we need to continue to make advances in the treatment of advanced prostate cancer, but also potentially earlier stage disease. So it certainly is an exciting time. And so Dr. Morgans, how can we expect genetic information to continue to impact discoveries about prostate cancer treatment and management? Well, there is so much research being done, whether it's on the in the laboratory, whether it's in clinics, and even in combinations with treatments that we're already using for the treatment of prostate cancer, that I expect will have new therapies and new combination therapies that will really help control particularly advanced disease and hopefully moving forward into earlier stage disease over the next few years, really giving us new options and very effective options to treat patients with as few side effects as possible. That's so exciting to hear. And I think it gives a lot of men, their families, and the medical and scientific community a lot of hope in terms of how to think about continuing to make advances for better treatments for men with prostate cancer. One of the best ways to do that is through clinical trials. And so it is so valuable to have participants enroll in these trials and take part in these studies particularly for metastatic prostate cancer, there are many, many trials that are going on to think about what are some of the new agents as well um, that could also be used in combination with established therapies for men with metastatic prostate cancer, potentially how to sequence these uh, treatments better for men with metastatic disease, and also registry trials that are going on as well, meaning men can input their information, and we can pull that information together to really have deeper understanding of what are the best treatments for men with metastatic prostate cancer. Um, but Dr. Loeb, these clinical trials are now also, have they have great impact for precision treatment or precision management also in early stage disease, right? Yeah. So thank you, Dr. Geary. I think this is exciting right now. Definitely 
precision treatment has hit the prime time for patients with metastatic disease. And we, as you mentioned, with multiple new drugs that are currently FDA approved based on genetics, it's not quite to the same level in early stage prostate cancer. We're still only at the very beginning, but for example, there is some research suggesting that patients with early stage prostate cancer who are on active surveillance if they have some of those same genetic mutations, like the BRCA gene that you talked about, this gene is associated with a greater risk of progression during active surveillance for early stage disease. So they are just now starting to impact management decisions in patients with early stage prostate cancer. And I think this will only continue to grow over time. But I think an important thing to recognize is that even if it doesn't affect the treatment of early prostate cancer right now, the genetic tests are still really important for the men and their families because they don't just tell about how to treat the prostate cancer. They also give information about risk of other cancers for the patient and other family members. And so in that way, there's still a lot of benefit to genetic testing, no matter what. Those are such excellent points, uh, Dr. Loeb. And this is really an exciting time because of this intersection that we see happening now between what's this precision medicine, how to better treat patients with cancer and hereditary cancer testing, as you brought up. So these genes, when we talk about genetic testing, really do give us greater information about cancer risks for men, for their families, for males and females in their families, children, siblings. So it really does have a familial impact. And therefore, this type of testing really does need to be performed by a genetics professional called genetic counselors. It's really important to seek out genetics programs in your area where this type of genetic testing can be done and have that guided by a genetics professional. Dr. Loeb, what are some of the take-home messages then from everything that we've talked about today? I think really the key that we heard from Dr. Morgans is just that genetic testing can really have an impact for the treatment of prostate cancer, especially for advanced disease. And it's really going to be very important moving forward for clinical trials and other discoveries in prostate cancer. So I wanna thank both of you for joining us and all of the listeners for joining the Prostate Cancer Genetics Podcast.